Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 69 of Movie Around Minute, the daily podcast where we take a wild trip through the 1987 John Hughes comedy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me again this on this lovely Thursday morning is Duncan Shields, the co-host of the Time Bandits Minute, chronologically speaking. Uh, he's also an author, a poet, an artist, an animator, and uh, a really fun guy to talk to all week. How's that? <laughs> I love it. It's good to me. Especially when we're 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 stuck in the El Rancho Motel in the middle El Rancho. Of, in the middle of southern uh southern Illinois. <laughs> yep. So minute sixty-nine begins with Neil finishing to make his offer and ends with a car beginning to back up. So yesterday Neil and Dell entered this motel and had hopes of finding some place to Lay their heads for the night, and Neil's credit cards are all burnt to a crisp, and he decides that he's going to try and pay cash. So he tells the clerk that he will pay cash. So then the clerk says, well, that'll be forty-two fifty, And then Neil says, all right. And then we see him start searching through his pants pocket, and he pulls out crumpled bills and, and some coins. And then we get a shot of Dell looking around, taking it all in. Neil starts counting out his money and puts it on the table. And he says, well, I'm willing to give you $17. Best, uh, best I can do is $17. Yeah. Now, how much, how much do you think it, it, it costs to rent a motel room in 1987? Uh, Forty-two fifty. Well, according to the research that I did, a economy motel prices are anywhere between sixteen dollars to the the highest would be fifty dollars. Okay, but oh. what that means is is that this is a pretty expensive motel for nineteen eighty seven. Well, it's not. I mean, and it's not surprising. The place is obviously the best. It's the, the most deluxe. Motel, that especially I've seen since in the it has two uh, neon signs that says office. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, that's pretty expensive. There, they're getting a little. Um, they're getting robbed while they're on the highway. I wish there was a, yes. a term for that. <laughs> highway uh, robbery, maybe. <laughs> Very, I guess. Yeah, that's the term. Or something, something like that. No, but according to the article that I found, most places charged between thirty and forty dollars at that time. So it, oh, it it's close. It's close to what what it really should have been. Yes. And sixteen bucks sounds like that must be a really probably, dodgy place. <laughs> sixteen is like yeah. whoa. Here's a sleeping bag and a yeah. broom closet. So then the clerk says, "I can't do that." And he's he's his, again. He's got his... like he, he he like you know he's he's uh you know giving him a look that no nah, I can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, because he's like got yeah. all the time in the world. He's in a position of power, but he's trying to bring normalcy to this bonkers interchange that's happening. Where he's like, "Yeah, I can't do and then, that." Like, why? Why exactly? Is this proposal and then Neil the says to him, "Please have mercy. I've been wearing the same underwear since Tuesday." Now. You do realize that this is Wednesday night. 
He's not really, you know, <laughs> it's not as if it's that long. I, I thought, I thought exactly. Like he makes it sound as if he's been there all week, you know. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. Dell pop, pops in and says, I can vouch for that. <laughs> oh, great. Stay off my side. Yeah. And then, Del, and then the clerk then picks up a cigarette and puts it in his mouth, basically saying, you're wasting my time. I want to, I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> Stop bothering me. Yeah. He's like, and okay. he goes, yeah, uh, he goes, I, I don't, kind of I don't, check I, it out I, I don't realize it. Like, this is, it's, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't own the place. Yeah. He's yeah. got this great, great and understated acting from here. You know, we, we see the money on, on, on the, the counter, you know, in the, we can, you can actually count it out that it is $17. It, it, there's a ten dollar bill. There's a five dollar bill. Oh, good. There are right six on. quarters. Now, one of those quarters is slightly uh, hidden, and at first I thought maybe it was a nickel, but it's not uh, because it has the ridges on the side. So I figured out that that is a quarter and five dimes. I, I, I did a little bit of research about uh, U.S. currency. <laughs> so, we, I mean, first of all, the five dollar bill. Good. Okay. Do you know what year? Well, first of all, you know who's on the five dollar bill, right? No idea. Oh, that's right. You're Canadian. I'm a Canadian. I forgot. I, I, I forgot. I, I, I'm sorry. Canadian I'm sorry. Money. I'm sorry. Andrew Jackson. No, no, no. It, I'm gonna say it, Andrew uh, Jackson. Sorry about that. Abraham Lincoln. I forgot. Right. Ah, Lincoln. He's famous. <laughs> he was like a president, I think. Uh, yes. So there was there was a portrait <laughs> that was uh, that was painted by the artist uh, Matthew Brady. In 1864, and that's the one that they ah. still use on the five dollar bill. Hey, good for good for. Sorry, who Brady? Brady, Brady, Matthew Brady. Matthew Brady, good for Matthew Brady. That's yep. a that's a good thing to have your portrait still being looked at by so many people. <laughs> yes. Does this say that on the bill? Does it say no, 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 no. By Matthew no, Brady? I don't think so. I don't think so. That would be cool. That 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 would be that uh, I I can understand. Why that would be uh, interesting? I wonder if he got a flat fee, or if there's still royalties going on. Probably not for his descendants. That would, that would be <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah, got half a cent from every Lincoln spent. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so rich. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so from from the research that I was that I was able to do, they actually started printing out bills of the five dollars of up for five dollars in uh, 1928. That's a later than I would have expected. Yes, because they they used a lot of different types of of uh, they used more coins before that. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I guess the coins went further, right? So I guess you know because you could buy, uh, I don't know, a house for eighty dollars. You know, like so I think like you could. Like back back in the day, like if you were giving like you had penny candy stores, right? If you sent a kid to do the shopping and gave him fifty cents, he could come back with like a week's worth of food or something. So, right, um, yeah, I guess it would make sense that they would be more more coins than bills. Right. I mean, that that that's what yes. I saw. That the the I mean, the, there were bills beforehand. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't that they only used coins before that. According to what I saw, that you know that the the five dollar bill as we know it now was what was created in 1929. And obviously it's gone through many different changes over the years. You know, they, they've redesigned it a few times and things like that. It's, yeah. 
basically made out of 75% cotton and 25% linen, which is cool to know that, uh, you know, what, yeah. what it's actually made of. So then the, the, the $10 bill, okay, that's the one that actually has Alexander Hound. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know who painted that portrait by John Trumbull. There you go. In 1805. Ah, it looked like a John Trumbull. Yes. So in 1861, the first $10 bill was issued as a demand note. And it actually had a portrait of, of Lincoln on it. Oh, yeah. Then it had in 1863, they changed it to the portrait of Salmon, uh, Salmon Chase. I don't know who that was. Salmon Chase, like maybe Chase Bank? Could be. Could be. And then it had, then in, in 1869, they had them featuring Daniel Webster. And then in 1870, it had pictures of Benjamin Franklin on it. I guess, I guess the $10 bill, they really couldn't figure out who they wanted to put on it. Uh, Salmon Chase was an American politician and jurist who served as the sixth chief justice of the United oh, States, wow. served as the 23rd governor of Ohio, and uh, served as the 25th United States Secretary of the Treasury. So okay, that's that... funny that he was the Secretary of the so Treasury he... and he had his own face put on there the you money. Go. Dude, come on, come well, on. That, I guess that makes sense. And I mean, it's amazing the number of people that were on the $10 bill over the years. You know, they had someone yeah. named uh, Robert Morris and then Thomas Hendricks, wow. Philip General wow. Philip Sheridan. Um, then you had Lewis and Clark. Huh. Wow, this 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 is pretty amazing. <laughs> it's a yeah. long list. It must have played. Uh, then they had one included that that then the, the McKinley was on it also right after he was assassinated. Yeah, they they put him on there. So yeah, this, this is. Uh, and they finally in 1914 put put the portrait of Andrew Jackson on it. Sorry. They put Andrew Jackson. We're talking about Alexander Hamilton. When was that? Well, I don't even see when Hamilton was put on it. <laughs> they have a whole list of all the different people that were listed, and I don't see when Alexander Hamilton. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, no, the, I I did a lot of research on this, and I can't find where when uh, when they put Hamilton on it. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yep, no clue. <laughs> nineteen. Oh, sorry, nineteen twenty nine. Alexander Hamilton's face did not show up on the ten dollar bill until nineteen twenty nine. Okay. Oh, that's really interesting. But what the research I have ends in nineteen twenty eight. So I guess. Uh, oh, I, I well, guess I, I, I'll check that. Maybe I just missed that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I didn't. I I thought I was going into the next thing here, and this this is actually it says nineteen twenty nine. That's when Hamilton was put on. There you go. See, I I had to keep oh, reading. There you go. I I forgot to keep reading. I I stopped. I thought I thought it was a whole new section. And I thought we were talking about the next thing. <laughs> They actually wanted to change it and uh, Harriet Tubman or Susan B. Anthony on it in in the uh, just a few years ago in 2015. They wanted to, to right. change it and put a woman's face on it. But for some reason, that never really happened. Yeah, for some reason. They didn't change it. <laughs> yeah, right. For some mysterious, mysterious reason, they didn't put a woman's face on the money. Uh, well, yeah. we're not going to go there well maybe, maybe uh, what was it so Harriet Tubman or because Susan B. Anthony already had a dollar right. coin or something right. didn't she or Eleanor Roosevelt was also one of the options mm -hmm. yeah. one, you know, all valid valid choices yeah. and <laughs> so at this point Neil decides that okay he's going to up the ante a little bit so he offers him $17 and a hell of a nice watch 
Now, okay. Now, I when assume, we see the watch, did you already did, did you deep dive on this watch? Yes, already? we did. But you can okay. you can mention something about it if you want, because people have probably forgotten because we discussed it sixty eight episodes ago. This is my favorite Moody watch. Uh, when he checks it in the meeting in the beginning of the film, I was like transported to. I suddenly became a watch fan where I had previously not really cared about watches at all. Oh, wow. Um, the way this watch, it's a yeah, Piaget Polo 8273. Yes. Mm -hmm. right? They made a bunch of different styles under the Polo name. Uh, and then this one is 8273 if it's in a, a medium size or 8673 if it's in a large size. They also made a small, which is like 8273. Yes. But there's sev several different types of dials available on these. And most common are the all gold, like this, or they have an onyx and gold with alternating slabs of polished gold and black onyx, which also would have looked pretty dang cool. But this is just bars of gold yeah. on, on uh, Steve Martin's watch. But the alternating black and gold would have been like, you know, for 1987 or whatever, that would have been the coolest watch yeah. to have in, like, like ever. They, they sound amazing. I, I found uh, a couple online for, like, $1,000. And $1,000 uh, back in those days was a lot more than 1000 yeah. today. But you can you can buy a Piaget Polo watch. You can spend upwards of $10,000 yeah, on very expensive. a Piaget Polo watch, so. Did you get the uh, did you get the actual dollar value of this particular watch in 1987? I did, research? and I have to look and go back to see where it was. No, actually, I think I found out how much it would cost to buy it today. But but we'll we'll get to there because the script right. mentions it. We'll we'll get there a little bit. Great. Okay. Basically, one of the great things is at this point when he hands over the watch, we actually get to see what time it is. It's 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 right now. Right. Only 12:30 yeah. a.m. It's what really? Oh oh, yes. so like after midnight. Yeah, but right. I mean that that's still absurd that it's only twelve thirty. You know, is it? Because I yeah, I'm, I'm that's doing what, this minutes out of context. That's what they a claim. lot a lot more time seems to have no, passed. No, than, not uh, much. Not much time has here. passed. You'd think oh, again. It's a right. five hour drive from St. Louis to Chicago. They left when it was still daylight. It yeah. was daylight at it, uh, the sunset around a quarter to five. So you would think <laughs> that they would have already been in Chicago a long time ago. But, yeah. Okay. What can you do? <laughs> and then Neil walks out of the, the 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 office after the. We assume that the clerk takes his his offer. He walks out. He returns to the car. We he once again burns himself as he's opening the car door, which we still see parts of it smoking. The steep. This this car cannot be this hot still in the cold yeah. weather, and metal's a good conductor <laughs> of temperature. I don't uh, I don't buy it at all. It's funny every yes. time it happens, and it works. It's hilarious. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> is this car like radioactive? Why is it still so hot? Yeah. you know. And he's able to put the keys in the ignition and tries to turn the car on, and we hear the the engine stalling, and then we get a shot of Dell back in the office who starts laughing. And the great John Candy chuckle yeah. here. <laughs> and uh, the, yeah. the the clerk continues to to smoke, you know. And and what's interesting is, is in the same hand that he's holding the cigarette, he's also still holding the lighter. You'd think, right? You'd think that he would have put the lighter down at this point. <laughs> yeah. And then we we 
he says to him, would you like a room? Yeah. And, uh, and then. Would you like yeah. a room? Yeah. And that's basically the last dialogue in the minute. But we get to see the car backing up, even though it's not in the same place where they parked it earlier. Because they parked right in front right. of the office. And somehow he now needs to back up. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's pretty much what we have for this minute. So the, the script actually gives us a little more of an extended conversation between Neil and, and the clerk. Right. When the clerk says to him, we need a major okay. credit card. So Neil says, I don't have one. I'm tired. I'm cold. I'm humiliated. My marriage is collapsing. I'm 200 miles from home on Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve. Uh, My car burned up. I have been insulted, so abused, assaulted, and robbed. Please have mercy. I've been wearing the same underwear for three days. So it's a little different. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, it's a lot to lay on a motel attendant, too. That's a bit. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit much. You're really giving him exactly. Much. And then Neil says to the to the to the clerk, "Be a sport. It doesn't cost anything." And then the clerk says, well, $42.50. And then Neil goes, how about $17? And he goes, how about $17 and a promise that I'll send you a check? And then the clerk says, I don't own the place. And then he says, how about $17 and a hell of a nice watch? Then the clerk looks at it and says, well, okay, but you can't use the phone or the satellite TV either. So then, then Neil says, well, how about a couple feet of toilet paper? The clerk thinks for a moment a beat, and he nods. And then he gives uh, the clerk turns from the desk and selects a room key. He gives it to Neil. Neil says, "Thanks. Enjoy the watch. It costs fifteen hundred dollars." Ah, okay. There you go. And in the script, they have it underlined with an exclamation point at the end. All right. <laughs> and then Dell turns to Neil and says, "Neil, do you remember where that you got that money?" And he goes, "Yep." And he goes, "I gave it to you in Saint Joe." And Neil goes, and I thanked you for it. <laughs> and Del goes, all the time we spent together, all the things we've been through. Neil goes, step aside. Del goes, it doesn't mean anything. And he goes, no. And then the clerk turns to, to Del and goes, you need a room? So that's the way that that minute ends. Yeah, I love. So, uh, I love. I like it. I love Ferraro's delivery on. Um, uh, would you like a room? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> like he's following. Meaning, meaning, know, what have you? What have you? What can you give me? I'm going to <laughs> go through the motel attendant script that I have to say to every customer. But um, wow, what is going on right now? <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> I also like in these shots you see the uh, the old school credit card machine. Yeah, the knuckle, uh, the knuckle buster. Oh, is that? Oh, is that what you call it? Okay. Yeah, we discussed that. We discussed that uh, back in episode, I think, twenty. So, was a knuckle buster what you came up with, or was that? No, that's that what it was called. That, it was called and, uh, because people. Oh, would, I've never heard it referred. People to would skin stuff. their knuckles on it too much. I imagine they yeah. would. Yeah, that yeah. would be there, something. It had like. actually a few names. I don't remember any of the other ones offhand right now. I just love that it's so heavy and steampunk, and because I, I remember whenever I would use a credit card back in the day, you'd, you'd get that chunk, chunk, you know, <laughs> and it goes across yeah. to get the to get the imprint. Like it could have been a murder weapon. Those things weighed like fifteen pounds. They were like these giant, you know, mechanical pieces of work. It was uh, very analog, yeah. very old school, and easy for easy for fraud, I guess, because you could just because you had to like what mail the receipts somewhere or like. 
you know, it wasn't electronic. Right. It was just like a yeah. record. All right. So every day we have a short little segment called Off the Beaten Track, where either myself or my guest will give a short story about an adventure, misadventure, anecdote, something that happened to us along the way. So, Duncan, you got another one for us? I do. Uh, one time, uh, my mother was born in uh, Penticton, but her family, a lot, most of her family was in Kelowna. So I lived in Nelson. I grew up in Nelson, as I mentioned. So I would often spend about uh, five hours with the family going there every summer, every Christmas, that kind of thing. So we would drive to Kelowna often. One time, my family, my father and mother and my brother and I were driving to Kelowna and we had stopped, I think, in Christina Lake and I had gotten a toy boat, a plastic toy boat. And um, I had put it on the on the roof of the car i might not have been taller enough to reach the roof of the car either i was playing it with it and it went out the window as we were driving along on the highway or it was oh, wow. on the roof of the car and it, and it fell off but i remember I, I looked back and i saw my toy boat in the middle of the busy highway and i was i freaked out i was like six or something i was like my boy, 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 boy. And, uh, and I think at first I was like, oh no. And my mom was like, oh, what? You know, like the door had flown open you know, or something. But, uh, I was like, my boat, my boat. And, uh, and I think she was like, Tam, pull over. And, uh, so we, we pulled over and my dad was furious and was like, oh my God, it's a, it's a 50 cent toy boat. And, uh, and I was still crying. And, and I think my mom cajoled him into going to get it. So he got out of the car and, walked into this busy busy highway to pick up my boat that was like right on the yellow line kind of thing and uh cars were honking at him as they they sped past and i remember looking back and being really scared because i was thinking oh this is how i'm gonna watch oh, wow. my father die finding, He's finding gonna a little toy car <laughs> retrieving re retrieving my ridiculous boat that i got five minutes ago that you know i probably ended up playing with for like two months you know, so he came back, he got it, he survived, he came back absolutely furious. Uh, I don't think he talked for the rest of the trip to uh, to Kelowna, but um, I just remember in that moment going, wow, that's a real, that's a really amazing thing for a father to do, to go into like busy traffic to pick up uh, his son's ridiculous cheap toy. I, I, I can't say I would do the same thing. <laughs> you know, I can't wow. say I would, but I was young and uh, wow. Okay, and so I don't know. Whatever. That's, that's, that's moment, great. This really, really burned it to okay. my head. That's great. One of the Thank you for that story. Core memory. Like, so. Um. So to answer your question, another name for the knuckle buster yeah. is a zip zap, a zip zap machine. That's what they were called. Sure. Yeah. Right. Onomatopoeic. <laughs> but I, I think I, I yeah. can agree with that name. I can see where that comes from. Excellent. So you want to once again tell people how they can get in touch with you? Just go to uh, put in by Duncan Shields for uh, Twitter, for Instagram, and, uh, you know, get a copy of Small Windows off of the Amazon bookstore, wherever you pick up your, your e-books. Um, I think there's still some hard copies left in some places. And, uh, yeah, just go to TronologicallySpeaking.com to check out the movie by minute treatment of Tron and go to the Time Bandits Minute to check out the ongoing exploration of the Time Bandits movie from 1981, uh, one minute at a time, with my fantastic co-host. And you can even movies. hear me on it for a few episodes. That's right. 
That's right. All right. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher you might be using to listen to this show. And to find me, very simple, just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find my website. You can find me on Facebook or on Twitter. Duncan, you feel like coming back tomorrow to, to see what happens with Dell? What the heck? Yes. All right. Well, until tomorrow, you're fine. You're fine.